week's Pet Whisper. I wanted to do a, a video and a follow-up on the incident at Petco. And it's very important that I share some feedback. Um, this video is not intended for people to stop shopping at Petco. You have to make that determination anywhere you want to do business. Uh, but just, I want to say it was on Tuesday or Wednesday of um, this week, I was attempting to shop at a Petco store located in Aurora, Colorado on Havana and Ironton Street. And so I entered the store close to 7.30, Petco closes at 8. They typically have a, a pretty long line, but I enjoy shopping there. So um, I noticed that there were three cash registers stuck on the cash register trying to problem solve. And there was a gentleman with a white t-shirt, uh, um, older guy looking guy, standing around watching them. He was also an employee. Uh, because the lines were so long and there was no one in the aquatic section, uh, I wanted to actually buy some more goldfish. And so I went and asked the gentleman with the white t-shirt, hey, is is the is there someone in aquatics and he goes no aquatics closes at seven and as i shop at petco all the time so i was like seriously it closed at seven i don't remember that and he's like um well i'll if you only need a couple of goldfish i'll get you a couple of them so he comes around um we walk over to the aquatic section and then he asks me well what size tank do you have and i tell him i have a 75 gallon tank but where I slipped up at was telling him too much information I said I have 10 to 15 um, small goldfish I just bought from you guys not too long ago <gasps> you have how many 10 to 15 goldfish in a 75 gallon tank oh I'm not selling you any fish that's too many fish I said what do you mean as in it was none of his business as as to why I bought the fish in the first place but he's like, I'm not selling you any any goldfish. You have way too many fish. One fish needs one 30-gallon tank per fish. And I'm listening to this fool because the 90% of people that own a, a fish tank don't just have one fish in that tank. They have several fish. So I knew this guy was just not wanting to help me. I was dressed up too. Um, you know, I came in from work, so I was dressed up clearly an educated person uh, educated woman um and so then i was like well i, I want to talk to the manager he goes i am the manager i said you're the manager seriously oh my goodness i said you're really not going to sell me any fish i said well i have a turtle i have another 75 gallon tank and my turtle needs feeder fish and he needs at least a couple of those oh i'm not selling you any fish you know you already told me that you have 10 to 15 goldfish and I'm just looking out for what's best for the fish. So I leave the leave that situation, go to my car, and I'm like, how do I really, how do I want to tackle this situation? So what do I do? I come back with my phone. And so I went back in the store, and the, the next video that you'll see is the actual occurrence that happened. Again, this is not to bash Petco. But the EDI situation and hiring the same cookie cutter general managers and, and um, store managers that do not reflect the community that you serve is going to give you guys a disservice. You know, um, white people are not the only ones that own pets. And so let me continue. So I go back in and I approach the gentleman. I said, listen. I said, so you're, st I said, listen, you're still not going to sell me any goldfish. No, you have too many fish. I said, but you're acting like you're God almighty, like you're Jesus himself, you know, acting like, you know, you, you know, my situation. He's like, well, you, every fish needs a 30, uh, goldfish get 12 inches long and they need a, um, they need a, uh, 30 gallon tank per goldfish. I said, this is the silliest argument or a con, uh, uh, conversation I've, I've ever had over a purchasing little bitty cheap goldfish, okay? And um, just to kind of not spoil the entire video, him and I were going back and forth. I asked him, I said, you know what? You obviously don't know anything about EDI. 
He goes, EDI, no, what's that? I'm like, exactly. It means equity, diversity, and inclusion. I said, I know good and well you have not scrutinized every single customer that has come through the door needing to buy goldfish. Well, it's the Petco way. We do, we, we, we're supposed to ask what size tank you have, and if you have too many fish, we're not supposed to sell them to you. You know, he said something like that. Can't go verbatim. Just watch the video. The next video and and i just knew that he was lying and he really just didn't want to help me so i called him a redneck to his face and he was like do you think that's really nice of you to call me a redneck in front of everybody i said it because you are a redneck it's because you are and then you know and i could tell he as i was talking to him how he became more disengaged and when he found out that i uh was video recording him he, he kind of like walks up to me, you know how back in the days of Jim Crow, we could walk up to the Negro anywhere we wanted to go, bear to bear and disrespect them anyway, any day, any time they want to be. So he approaches my approaching energy grid of Monique ET you're approaching uh-oh you are going to be looked at funny in the spiritual ether you are too close to her get the hell back back yo you know what up from away from me so he's in now he's close to me he's like oh ma'am your video recording, well, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to ask you to leave my store. I'm gonna have to ask you to leave my store. Like when store managers do that, like I am the big guy. I am this general manager's associate still getting a retail salary, but I am the big one. I am not even in corporate. But I'm going to shuck and jive and do disrespectful things because I can because I can kick you out of my store I can refuse to serve you in my store even though I don't even own a percentage of this store I'm going to kick you out of my store so um so he he's like and if you don't leave I'm gonna call the authorities oh the typical I'm going to threaten you. So let me freeze frame, pause on this. Because that particular interaction of I'm going to call the authorities doesn't always end well for black people. Okay? It, it could end a lot of ways. And that they're usually not good. So when a fool says I'm going to call the authorities. Now if you're in a place and you didn't do anything wrong. And now you're getting ready to get the cop, the author, authority calling them the boys in blue on you when that happens you have to be very careful you don't go popping off at the mouth chicka chee what chalk cheek cheek chalk cheek talk 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 is cheap talk is cheap you can't do that when you're addressing these situations okay sometimes you just have to leave or walk backwards to make sure nobody has pulled out a gun on you and to me, these are sad conversations, but these are very real conversations. So when he said, I'm going to call the authorities, I said, I am the authority. And I walked out. And he goes, oh, I bet you are. I'm like, yeah, I am. And what he doesn't know is I am a very uh, influential figure. You know, won't tell you everything about me. But so if I, if I make a complaint, better believe it will escalate to the CEO of any company. It doesn't matter if it's a billion dollar company or it could be, you know, a little bitty half a million dollar company. It will go somewhere. And that's exactly where it went. So Petco, um, I left the store next day. I called customer care, filed the filed a uh, complaint. I sent a, um, I also sent a review for that store when I found what I also discovered is that one of the sales associates called a black man the n-word while he was in line I don't know what happened it doesn't matter why is a sales associate thinking it's okay to call another person that type of derogatory statement and this person was Latino apparently 
according to the person that made the review. And the reason why I believe it is because look how the store manager just candidly treated me like it, like like I like I was nothing. You know, and that kind of transaction gets really old. And you know, black people need to stop walking around scared. You know, like ooh. but when you're in a place where you're outnumbered, you feel the cold chill against your back. You know that um you, there's not a whole lot of you and you're outnumbered and that's the way many people of color feel here in Colorado and um I think it's pathetic. So I wanted to really do a follow-up video so you guys knew like what happened. So the repercussions of this person, his name is Chris, of what Chris did to me. So um, the district manager got in touch with me at Petco and uh, first of all apologized. She said that the aquatic section didn't close at 7 o'clock. He should have helped me with the fish. I am more than ha more than welcome to go into Petco and will never be denied anything I want. Um, I should be able to buy as many goldfish as I want. She also asked if Chris asked me the the right questions, like more questions regarding my fish tank. And and I challenged Chris when I talked to him. I said, "You didn't even ask me any questions. You should have, as a good customer, as a practicing good customer service, you should have asked me more questions about." my fish tank why you know instead of just judging me so she the store district manager also agreed like he should have handled that completely different you know and and it wasn't acceptable so I also posted the video on Instagram because I really think and I'm going to repost that so you guys will see it again Again, Petco, I hate to put that out there, but this is what's important, and I, this this is important. I own a pet um, business, Monique's Pet Whisper, or AKA Plant Whisper, and my challenge in the pet industry as a black woman in general is that there are a lot of um, white people and people of other races, okay, and some black people. But predominantly because the pet industry is owned and, and occupied by white people, you all think that we do not know how to take care of animals. And this is why I needed to make this video. Um, basically, it's like Chris, Chris's stance was, I was being inhumane to the goldfish. I'm ignorant. You don't know how to really raise any goldfish. You don't know how to take care of barely can take care of yourself I mean what are you doing trying to have 10 to 15 goldfish I mean gosh darn Jimothy heck I mean you know you're you're not using a 30 gallon tank for all 15 goldfish I, yeah I know it's a 75 gallon tank and you can't even tell your fish are in there because of gosh darn tank so big but I know deep down inside you colored people really don't know how to take care you can't even take care of yourself let let alone a pet I mean gosh darn tootin when I see you at these when I see you at these events trying to sell pet treats it's just it's almost humorous but you know I tell my family we'll we'll support that business but we won't keep buying from them but at least we can have a guilt-free conscience that we we bought something from a colored, I, I mean a black person today, you know. Like, like, oh my God, like, is she totally back again selling these like freaking pet treats? Like, I knew Muffy was going nuts over these treats. And like, oh my God, I came to this market. I wasn't expecting to see this check again. But like, I'm just wondering like, you know, her, her sprays. Like, I totally use like, what is it? The uh, So So Soothing Hydrator. And it's supposed to like, quench like the coat of your pet. Which like, makes absolutely no sense. Well, yeah, I'm sure, like, you know, Muffy's coat gets dry, but it doesn't mean that I want to put something in it. I mean, she's just a mutt. I mean, like, she's just a poodle. You know, I love Muffy, but I'm not going to waste my time, like, putting, like, that spray stuff. I mean, like, when you see that pet whispers hair, I mean, like, 
she totally says she uses that stuff on her hair and like if I put that same stuff on my dog's hair that means like my dog's gonna be what like part black or something and I noticed like I noticed like I noticed like it has like a residual like it has like a really like residual film and you know it's kind of like well yeah Muffy's coat looks like super like shiny like she went to the the grooming station but I don't know what's really in that stuff I mean why does her coat look so slick so clean and like it's got to be like something like a dream because you know you're into that hoodoo voodoo stuff like I really don't know you know cooking up like you know some solution for your pets that's supposedly magical I totally don't trust it I probably shouldn't have it in my house probably need to say a prayer over it well yeah I know Muffy is like yeah she's laying down oh really you sprayed that on her just 20 minutes ago and brushed her and she's laying down okay well maybe it's because you brushed her that's the only reason well yeah yeah Muffy does have really bad dandruff so what you don't see any dandruff all of a sudden oh what so now I'm supposed to really like the product no I mean like I don't know like those black people they live like animals like you totally can't trust them like you know they fry up chicken you know in their kitchens you know they're totally like banging this music like hip-hop well yeah I listen to certain hip-hop but it doesn't mean like I like them yeah but you still don't know like how she really makes that stuff I mean you know I'm tired of always having to feel like I have to feel guilty around these people. What are they really doing for us? Well, yeah, they've been shopping in our stores and going and investing in our businesses. But that's because, like, they don't have a choice. Do they have their own grocery stores? Yeah, like, they end again today. Like, they're still colored to me. I don't even know the difference between, like, a black person and, like, an Indian person. Like... That pet whisper, like, don't they all have, like, the same colored skin? Well, okay, you can call me a racist. Everyone does. But, like, a lot of people think the way I do. In fact, when you go to, like, a mostly, like, pet stores, do you even see black people in there? Obviously not, because they don't know how to take care of themselves, let alone a pet. Do you really think they even, like, knew anything about, like, horses and, like, how to take care of animals? Oh, so you want to so you want to bring that into the conversation? Well, yeah, I know that black people are like having to like raise horses and mules and like take care of the the field animals because they are animals just like them. In fact, like I totally remember like these jokes that my grandpa used to tell me. He's talk about like how like. You know, Mr. Lewis, he was like one of his field guys and how he totally like would call him like a horse and like, you know, a mule and, you know, because he was like super muscular and like super buff and like really scary, scary black man with like super big eyes. And so I'm like, you know, if you guys are thinking you're going to really get into the pet industry, you've got another thing coming. Like, what do you know about conditioning? A, 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 a coat like what do you really know about that I mean seriously like your hairs are like so different from our from like our muffies I like I don't even know what you're talking about yeah like no I'm not gonna I'm not going to support her business you know I don't ever see black associates and I barely ever see any black veterinarians. Like, we don't really want them in our industry. Yeah, it's a multi-billion dollar industry, but it's only for people who own land or who, like, really understand, you know, veterinary sciences. And, like, I was always wondering, like, how does she really learn how to, like, make that stuff? I mean, like, she didn't go to school, not to my knowledge, to, like, know about this stuff. Like... No, I don't know her personally, but I mean, really? You really think she went to school for that? Okay, so she probably didn't. And so, like, how does she really know how to make this stuff? 
Well, yes, some people are gifted, but you think black people are gifted with that? Like, why would a black, why would this black chick really care about animals? I mean, she's, she's just trying to get into the industry. I mean, you guys can say what you want to say. No, any, any black person like trying to get into the pet industry needs to think three times about that. Because, like, yeah, I know buyers from, like, really big places in the pet industry. And, like, they only do business with people they know. And, like, it's so, like, weird to see, like, her, like, a black person, like, making pig ears. I mean, like, isn't that the food that, like, we used to give them on the plantation to eat? We totally used to give them, like, pig parts, like, pig towels, like... Pig ears, pig nose, like, all the parts, like, we would, like, never eat. Like, we totally gave them that to eat. And so, like, it's so weird. Like, I don't even know how to, like, be when, like, I'm seeing, like, her selling, like, any black person, like, selling pig ears. Like, really? I mean, didn't you guys used to eat that? And, like, I know some black people still eat pig ears. And, like, aren't they only good for really cooking anyway? So, like, I would totally buy, like... I'll totally buy like pet treats, you know, like beef jerky and things like that for my for my muffy because like black people like totally know how to cook. Like that's all they ever did. You know, they're just like the best cooks, the best singers, the best dancers, the best uh, athletes. And that's about it. Like don't ever try to put them into like any other industry because I don't really see them, especially in medical of like, oh, my God. This black doctor really doesn't know me, and I totally, like, will cancel that appointment. Like, I'm not playing. Like, you, you can say that I'm, like, being a certain way and that I'm being racist, but I'm just telling you the truth. So, like, no, um, come on, Muffy. What do you mean Muffy doesn't want to get up? Ever since you sprayed the hydrator, oh, that's probably that voodoo stuff that you put on your put on her like we totally need to wash it off because it leaves a film yeah well some kind of film I don't know well maybe it is making her skin better you don't see the dandruff anymore okay well it's obviously because black people must have a lot of dandruff and like she totally this chick figured out a way to like hide it and mask it don't give her any credit let's go all right, so that is an example of the crap that I actually literally experience uh, a lot. I do, I've slowed down um, just because I've had some other things going on, but I'm getting ready to ramp up my business again. To I'm actually taking it to the next level. And I wanted to share what my experience is like in the pet industry. And not just the pet industry, but even at markets. I was supposed to be at a market today and I wasn't, I just wasn't ready for the market and I didn't really want to go back. Last, this was the market where I was mistreated grossly by the event manager who came up to my booth. Let me tell you what this guy looked like, Hulk Hogan. He comes up to my booth like, have you ever seen those guys that you took some steroids or you really went overboard with your physique because you're looking crazy? So he comes with his son, walking his swole self to my booth, looking like, yeah, my name is Chad, man, love. Yeah, I like to work out and like pop iron in the sun, man. Yeah, like to have that beer Michelob. So, uh... Looks like you, it looks like you have a pet booth here. Hmm. Interesting. Well, let me take a look. Let me, uh, these your pet treats? What? You sell pet treats? Well, uh, are they GA tested? I mean, have you even had these things tested? You know what? You're going to bring the health authorities out here. I mean, I don't know what we're going to do, but you're going to bring the authorities out here. I said, first of all, you didn't even ask me my name. Um, my treats are being GA tested. He's, he's like, well, I, I also own a pet treat business, and it looks like we're in competition. I said, listen, I'm not in competition. I'm just here to sell my, to, to sell my pet treats. 
And then like he's just going off. And then finally, I didn't even know what to say other than arguing with this idiot. And then like he, he walks away. So the whole community saw this. All the vendors saw this happen. And so three vendors wrote, came out. Well, everybody said the same thing. They're like, that guy's an ass. He's he's just that's just his personality. That is no excuse. I don't care about just his personality. I have a just personality too. And so um, I was ready to actually pack my bags and say, you know what? I don't have to be here. I don't have to support this. I don't have to be here. And this is the same booth where we also had a complaint. Same um, event where we had a complaint from a guy, this Hispanic guy who had a ma who had a humongous fruit store and veggies you ever see those farmers come up and they occupy most of the farmers markets this man had occupied like 30 percent of the whole space but yet you're complaining that we're talking too loud and your customers can't hear really are you serious so that's the kind of crap i'm talking about so it's a crabs in a barrel mentality these um, farmers markets that are getting ready to happen this year, I'm speaking out for other people. Don't forget me, okay, while I'm opening up doors and pathways for other people. Don't forget me, okay? But what I want to say is as I open a door and a pathway, because when I say this, this will help other people. It's a damn shame when you have a person of color standing um, standing at a, at a uh, booth <clears throat> And, and the people at the markets will not solicit that business. But you will, you will go up to Tinkering Tom's gadget widget shop that has old used parts that look just like this sitting around. And then you're going to walk over there and act like you're so into this. Is this a, is this a coaxial cable from 2006? <gasps> hmm, I might want to use that. Oh my gosh, is this a VCR? I haven't seen a VCR since the 80s. Hmm, Tinkering Tom, how much is that? Hmm, 10 buckaroos, that's not so bad. Hmm, oh my goodness, is this a, was this the first tablet they ever made? Really, this is a classic? Oh, it doesn't work, but you're still selling it? Hmm, maybe I can go home and fix it, Tinkering Tom. So you'll go and waste your time with Tinkering Tom's bullshit-ass gadgets, gadgets and widgets. But when you see the fly booth of, of Diddy Pop smoothies or the fly booth of Ajabu Earrings Creations or, you know, Amala Beauty, you know, beautiful cosmetics and things like that. Or let's do, let me call out some more of my friends. We have International Spectrum, Spectrum Cosmetics by Kim McFadden. You have fly, um, you know, lipsticks and different things like that. You have Monique's Pet Whisper where you have gourmet treats and grooming products, okay? Um, you have Ray's Smoked Turkey Legs, for example. He's doing his thing. Um, let's see, you have Ashley Cooper with Divine Holistic Healing. You have her wonderful shea butters, soaps, and other products. Oh, you have Brandy Stewart's. She's got her wonderful um, herbal remedies and soaps and lotions. You have all of these wonderful entrepreneurs. Um, Curious Sunshine by um, Sarah uh, Iverson. Who else did I leave out? And I'm sorry if you are my friend. We have um, Ginger Atuna with uh, San Luis Valley, you know, clothing, clothing and things like that. So there is a lot, there, there's a lots of opportunities out there. Shalom Bowens with La La Fashions. We have Latasha Bell with soaps and other amazing things, soaps and shampoos. Okay, we have um, Sharita that owns an actual pet store, black owned pet store off of Fairfax. Okay, as a matter of fact, in Denver. So, yes, I've left out a bunch of other businesses because I'm just freestyling this. I'm just letting you know we have many unique business concepts and businesses that are just as competitive as other businesses. But you you guys will come to, to the markets and you'll say, well, I guess we'll support that. 
we'll support that black business. So what the hell does that mean? Do you like the product? Don't come and do a charity basket case with me. We are just as competitive, and maybe we shouldn't even be trying to be at these markets. We need to have our own markets. If you're not going to be respectful of other vendors, and you're going to, I'm going to walk my, I'm going to walk my, my, um, my baby basket with, you know, little Jenny and my triplets, or I'm going to walk, and when I see the booth of a person of you, I will do this. I will turn my head instead. Come on. Come on, little Timmy. Don't stop over there. Let's go. Oh, when, this is another one. You're standing there and you're saying, hello. People go. <laughs> or they won't even look at you. Or they'll just, they'll just like turn their whole body. I don't want your little crusty ghost haunted dollar that's probably going to bring me misery from the ghost of the past of slavery that you are associated with. I don't want any of your business. If you are that, don't buy my stuff because you will go through a spiritual awakening. So I wanted to speak about that because the markets are getting ready to, to launch um, across the country. And I'm telling you now, if you are that person walking around doing that and treating and mistreating people like that, shame on you. You're the one with low self-esteem. You're probably the one out needing a tan today, you know, And but you're the one also judging black women at the same time. Or you're laughing because you think all black men want you kind of attitude. And then you'll go ahead and mistreat a black woman. Okay? All of that's old. The, the 2022, that little stuffy crap, If I don't care who dates who. Date whoever you love. But do not, I repeat, mistreat a black woman who has done nothing to you. Okay? Now, the yabba dabba doos, there is a yabba dabba do in every race. Okay? What's a yabba dabba do? <laughs> Girl, best you get to fall. I say, all of that, that crap. I don't even talk to people, women like that. With that popping and the chick top, popping in the bubble gum, smacking in the stilettos, wearing in the Nicki Minaj, popping in the this and the Cardi B and chicka ticka ball, ticka ball, ticka B. And you're not even doing anything other than. Everything's all about your physical appearance. Did you know that men actually are stimulated by intellectual women? It's easy for a guy to go out and look at chicks it, or anybody. That's easy. What they're very or what they're more into or the real man's into is a confident, intelligent chick. Not because your body means, and yeah, you can do whatever, but what about challenging discussions? What about getting into the heart of, of the matter? What about taking a vision to the next level? What about being confident? That's what real men want of all races. So if you're sitting there and that's all you have is to offer is your body, go stand on Kofax. And I actually don't want to say that because I support Kofax in terms of the redevelopment, real redevelopment that's going on. Okay, but stop that because you will get left in the dust. Um... There's a gum popping, finger licking, all of that in white people's communities where you, you have um, like little honey boo boo or whatever that little girl's name is. She's going to grow up to be exactly what I'm describing. Just, you know, I don't know. Let's go over to Walmart, mama. No, I didn't bring the EBT card. Yeah, I spilled that big 7-Up um, slushy. That big gulp slushy we just bought from 7-Eleven. Yeah, I spilt it in the back seat. Yeah, I'm sorry. That was two weeks ago. It's still got sticky gumdrops all over it. Yeah, we need to go back over to our trailer. Okay, let's rewind. Some people got offended. Oh, we need to go back to our, you know, our 10-acre plot of land and do some more hunting. Yeah, well, Paul. Now, Paul, would you get your head out of the toilet? I'm trying to understand what the heck. Why, why are there E.T. ships flying all over our house? I mean, I reckon, they, you know, I've been seeing little spirits and 
slaves from the 1800s and the little voodoo looking dolls and you know I'm gonna I ain't I said I ain't going back to that Walmart they didn't even give me back my my refund on the carton of cigarettes we just bought well snazzle bowzles I just said I we need to get back to that wall I'm not gonna go back today hmm yeah we can go over to the waffle the the waffle house and have us some bacon bacon and egg sandwiches yeah but you know oh pa just slaughtered two pigs two pigs and he's getting ready to um sell off some bacon to to the to the store up down in town now well yeah gosh darn it those son of a gun nigger i mean yeah i'm gonna call him a nigger in this conversation but just complain about everything you know i you know they 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 they, they pick up an apple and they scrutinize it they complain about it and they say it's got a worm in it and i don't even want those people coming in from denver into our neighborhoods if you know what i mean you know they bring with them certain things yes they do i yeah, you didn't know they brought, they bring things with them like bed bugs and mites? Well, yeah, we had bed bugs growing up, but that's because we lived in the country. In fact, we weren't dirty. You know, we used to bathe in the river. No, we didn't have soap. We just did the natural thing, just like the animals. You know, just like the bears and the horses and the, you know, the other animals. But we're not that. We're not like those slaves, you know. Those black folks walking around, you know. When I see, when I look into the eyes of so many of those black people, I am reminded of the days of the past of how we owned them. I knew that our forefathers fought for this great country by writing the Constitution of the United States. And when I see them rebelling against, against the might of our our ancestors, I am challenged with anger. I am challenged because I know that the days of the prairies are coming to a close if we don't pick up our bags and move higher and higher into the hills, higher and higher into the mountains, away, away from all of the city slickers and the niggers and the collards and the depreciated land. Well, it's true. I, I don't want a darn toot thing to do with those colored people. They don't do anything but bring misery, make your property value go down. They bring uh, strangers into town like drugs and drugs and, you know, not really comfortable with my granddaughter going to school with some of these, ooh, some of these colored kids. I mean, there's, they're, 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 parents are on drugs and how are they supposed, how are, are the kids supposed to learn anything if everybody's on drugs? Well, yeah, I know that pill poppers are amongst, you know, the white white community. Well, that's because we're the ones with the most insurance. And we're the ones with the better insurance. And, you know, sometimes our doctors and nurses need a pill or two to pop just to make you through it. I mean, you, 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 you can't get mad. I mean, it's not like they're, they're, sh they're shooting up, you know, shooting up a needle, heroin and crack cocaine. You know, what's a pill going to do? It's going to, you know, it's, it's legal and, you know, just like this bottle of alcohol, you know, kind of, it's, it's free, you know, it's legal. So those are things that we needed to make sure stay legal. And if those colors want to go off and ruin their brains with heroin and crack cocaine and you know, filling up our prison system. That's exactly why we're building more. In fact, we predict, we project, we project a surge of about 20 to 25% increase in the prison populations. Well, shoot, gosh darn tootin', we're living in a hot box in America. Well, I mean, almost everybody owns a gun. At some point, somebody's just gonna fly off the lid. Well, I mean, there's certain people that really shouldn't have guns. I mean, if you don't own land and property and you shouldn't have goons. Only we have goons for the goons. 
well, I don't trust those colored people with guns. How could you? I mean, in fact, when you see a colored person, you have to assume they have something on them. And if you don't, well, you better make sure you do. Well, times are changing in what ways? Um, I don't know what you're talking about, gosh darn tootin'. So, yes, people, uh, I just wanted to go into character. Bear to bear, bear to bear, bear to bear, Yeah, I'm going to call you out because every day if I'm having, and I don't look for these experiences. These experiences exist in many spaces for communities of color around the world. It could be as simple as going to a grocery store where somebody doesn't even want to move their basket because they don't value you or they see you as invisible. They don't see you as a contributor to society. That tells me the 10% of the brain space that people are using is really a waste because you, if you can't, if you only see one lens, but there's 90% of your brain is not being occupied, then the question is who is occupying the other 90% of your brain space? Who has, who has the remote control? Who is pushing, who's pushing play? Have you ever talked, been to, uh, in a conversation with someone and the com like you're actually starting to get into something deep and suddenly they went from being engaged to zombie alert zombie alert tentacles are plugged in system loading into the matrix matrix we need to control puppet zombie we need to control a zombified muted person one that has no stance one that locked in their inner child, suffocated inner child, back in the dungeon in the back room. We need to plug into you. How many people are the same like this? We need this type of prototype. Hidden, hidden, inner child locked in a dungeon. If the inner child is released, then there will be peace within this particular tomb of a person. We can't have peace. Lock in tentacles. So when the person is listening to you, they're not really listening to you anymore. You know who's listening to you? Whatever is plugged in. So who am I talking, what am I talking about that is plugged in? We don't know what it is. It is an ancient old energy force that plugs itself in to many people and it has people on a puppet string. Why do I know this? I'll tell you why. Because I had a dream about it. Back when I was in high school, this my dreams really intensified. Some people are dreamers. Some people have different gifts. Mine is the gift of dreams and foresight. So when I speak to you guys, this is coming from a higher knowledge. Um, does it mean that I'm saying that I'm this and I'm that? You can say that about me. I'm not saying that about me. So in the dream, I was trying to get through this particular maze. And... Um, and I noticed that at the end of the maze, there was this ugly, scary creature that was waiting for me at the end of the maze. So what I didn't understand was if I'm trying to get out of the maze and when I actually get out of the maze, I'm going to be destroyed. That that means I'm really trapped. So that when I'm thinking about it, this maze actually represents a matrix. Okay, maze, matrix matrix is a trick okay this is look think of the words what we're saying here so a matrix is really a trick of the mind where you're 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 in a illusional you're not even in a real state this is an illusion it's like a hologram you've had a lot of scientists and people say that this experience that we're living is assimilated it's a hologram it's all these different things and you know what there's some truth to some of that so why is it at the end of the maze you will be gobbled up? So I was trying to still, I, part of my life was I still had to get through the maze. But what was interesting before before that, I forgot to mention this, there was a man, and I've seen it, it was like a, looked like a young white man. 
and he was on a puppet strings like something that was had him on strings he hadn't he he was like a puppet he had no voice nothing and this it was a human looking creature he starts calling my name he's like and i'm calling you out creature because i i you have been revealed you've been revealed to me and now it's time to call you out but he goes money money and starts like taunting me in this dream calling my name then he takes this doll of a guy and he like he like throws the man's body up and slams him down throws him up and slams him down and and doing this with him and doing this literally like a puppet then it, the dream went into the maze okay now think about what that means think about that when we talk about zombies and when we talk about the walking dead that's is exactly what that means people on strings are you on a puppet string do you think for yourself or does someone else think for you you have to ask yourself many of us have been conditioned especially through religion to have to not have our own voice to not have our own reasoning but someone else has to be the brains for us and think for us okay this is what has gotten humans into slavery in the first place into places of subjugation because we're so used to being plugged in not having a voice being drained of our resources by the that time happened you're just you're just operating as a puppet when a, a situation happens you just stand there and don't do anything why because the puppeteer didn't you, you're you're so plugged in the puppeteer is like you don't have strength to even fight that puppeteer that's got its tentacles and everything attached to you so then you just sit there when you see somebody getting their something unethical happening at work what do you do you sit there with tears in your eyes but you do nothing okay when you see something unethical happening happening in your community happening in the hospitals you don't even advocate for yourself you just sit there because you're scared because the puppeteer didn't give you permission okay who is the puppeteer ask yourself some of you call it the devil some of you are going to call it different names but that energy does exist so for the people that say well i don't believe in that stuff great because you're the perfect puppet that since you don't believe in it it can believe in you and use you and because you don't see it, you won't even know that the tentacles are all engaged inside of you. So you can say, I don't believe in it all you want. That, and frankly, I don't care. That's on you. Now, I do have compassion. There's legitimate reasons why people don't. Um, there's legitimate reasons why people feel that way. And I'm respectful of that. Some people have been very hurt by life and they don't believe in some of this stuff so i respect that but for the people that you know that this is something pretty important that's what i'm talking about um so at the very end of the dream in order for me to get out of this matrix that's what it really was maze matrix our lives are filled in mazes have you noticed that why is it we have to go this path then there's a dead end. Sometimes you have to go backwards. And then you have to go another path. Then when you're almost there, then you have you have three different pathways you can go. Then you don't know which way. But that is a it is a matrix. It is creating this this reality around you. Whichever path and experiences you choose creates creates that particular world. So we, as I mentioned to you guys before, we live in prisms. We're in different prisms everybody has their own prism in their own lens but a prism can actually shine different verticals of light within itself but if you're in a prism where where it's an old rock and it's dirty and you can't see anything you will be a, a imprisoned in a prism not being able to see the different angles of light and resources that are around you okay so that's the truth all right, so um, wanted to do this again, Petco. You have taken good care of my turtle, um, but the race, the races bandwidth of the pet industry will stop with Monique Esbury. Okay, 
I'm not going to deal with that as far as my gift and talents to help animals. And I'm getting pushed back because you guys don't think I'm capable. And you're, meanwhile, your pet is looking like a hot mess. You are being used by, you are a puppet. You have no, you don't even, you're not using your own intuition and you're, you're siloed in fear, okay? And my goal is to help humans to recognize your fears and take a risk, get to know different people, and your life will change overnight. You, you will have new relationships come into your life. You will have new opportunities. The money that you're holding on to, I'm tight. Don't. I know we have 40 million in the bank, but our, you know, every year we're spending $2 million just on our personal assets. That's going to go, that, Jen, that money's going to go fast. Yes, it is. So, rich people, you need to um, lower your lifestyle, lower your li the way you're living. I mean, do you have to live a, that high above your means? Is it making you any happier? I saw, I remember a paranormal video. This man had a beautiful mansion, some young gamer dude, very wealthy. The freaking mansion was haunted as hell. They, the spirits did not like this person. So the, the point is, you can have your big house, and some people are, are fine. I mean, we should have nice things, but I'm saying you can have all of that, but if your house and your internal sanctuary is not in, on point, i.e. you're dealing with abuse sexual abuse is going on in the house um anything of that anything like that which is very common in america and around the world you will have a some form of paranormal activity going on in your house especially with your children period now if you guys want i will do another episode on that if you go through my episodes talk a lot about a lot of different things and you need to listen to the whole um podcast so you can get the full scope of what i'm saying okay all right everybody thank you so much for tuning in to a monique's pet whisper near you Ow.